0: what hey y'all so if you are back that means that you have completed season one hopefully you guys loved it and that is why you're back because you're trying to get some more so there was a lot of ups and downs in season one a whole bunch of drama we got introduced to royale pablo and ari yeah it's a lot (laughs) we're just gonna leave it at that anyways i know y'all ready for season two Super excited to bring it to you guys today. So let's do it. Let's jump into it. We ain't gonna waste time. So without further ado, this is season two, episode one. Thanks. Season two, episode one. One monkey doesn't stop the show. Everything shifted after that day. The veil was off and Pablo could be the monster he always was. I didn't realize how much he never treated me like his bitch until he started treating me like his bitch. I hated him and he knew that and didn't care which was scary because it left him in a position of power. I was the only emotionally invested one. It had been two and a half months and I had the condo, my money, and some more of my sanity back. Pablo lived with Ari, of course. I guess they're playing house. I don't know and I don't care. But he comes every few weeks to pick up the money like clockwork and he always flirts. Sometimes when he's feeling spiteful, he comes right after his haircut, looking real good. I told you, a fucking monster. But paying off the charge is more for my peace of mind than it is about his control. Once this is paid, he will have nothing and no reason to be disturbing my life anymore. I had to charge it to the game before I let it tax my peace of mind. Because this money comes and goes, man. But your sanity and peace? Just can't put a price on that. I was mentally preparing myself to see him earlier, because today was collecting day and I usually find a way to somehow look casually cute. But today, I was running a little behind. I'm going to Detroit tomorrow with French, and I was doing all my last-minute shopping earlier. I was packing my bags for tomorrow when I got a text. I'm here. Two minutes later, my phone started ringing. It was my buzzer. I pressed five and let him in. Damn, I didn't even take in the time. I ran to the mirror and double-checked that I looked somewhat all right. I didn't want to look like I had been waiting or anything, but I couldn't look like a bum either. I had on some TNA tights with a cute matching crop top. Nothing crazy, but it'll do. I went to the closet and grabbed the money I had set out earlier. Then I heard a knock on the door. One second, I shouted out before I walked towards the door and looked through the peephole. What the fuck? I nearly shouted. I almost dropped the money. As my hand scrambled to the hole, I couldn't believe my eyes. What the fuck was Ari doing here? What kind of game is this? I pulled out my phone to call Pablo. There was another knock on the door. I peeked through the hole and saw Ari pulling out her phone too. Before I could say anything, he answered. What's up? He said real calmly, as if he wasn't playing a sadistic game. What do you mean, what's up? Why is your bitch at my door? You said you were here, not her. She's collecting today, Royale. What the fuck is your problem? And don't call her... My bitch. You know her name. He said in a cutthroat tone. And don't give her any problems either. You know what? You're right. And I ain't got any problem. I hung up the phone. Annoyed and feeling like I'm being puppeteered. I'm just gonna give this girl the money so she can get the fuck out of my face. Walked over and unlocked the door and motioned for Shirley to come in. She looked good as usual. And smelled even better as she walked past me and stood in front of the mirror. I closed the door. I turned around to face her and was able to really see her glow up. She flashed me a cunning smile that revealed her brand new veneers. This must be awkward for you, she said with enjoyment. I handed her over the money. Nope, not really. But I ain't on a leash like some people, so I do have somewhere I need to be, so here. I said as I swallowed my disgust and motioned her out. She put the money in her purse. I really did always like you, she chuckled and turned to grab the door. She made sure to flash her new set of teeth one last time before strutting to the elevator. I screw faced as hard as I could before I pushed close the door. These people got me fucked up. This is fucked up. Because I know they ain't using my money to go and buy this that bitch a new set of teeth. I'm, I'm fucking here hustling my ass off to try and pay this nigga. Meanwhile, him and this bitch are buying teeth. Fuck all that. I should have known because this nigga really has no cold. Even at the end, when he's in the winning position, he still wants more. Wants me to feel like shit. Because why send her? Greedy ass nigga. It'll never be enough. And it was at that moment, it really clicked. I could pay this nigga off, but it'll never be enough because he wants to crush my spirit. It'll never be over if I leave it up to him because he has no honor, no cold, and no fucking moral. I was done paying this nigga. It's fucked up how even though he didn't have the physical hold on me, he still had the mental bondage. I really was fooling myself thinking that the nigga's just going to magically leave me alone after I pay my charge. I have to cut this nigga loose for good. My original plan was to take off tonight and go head to Detroit tomorrow with French. But I had another plan in mind. I grabbed my phone and text French that I was going to go to her house first, drop off my bags and go into work because there's a change of plans. I've been working at a local club with her ever since I left Pablo. I'll have to explain the tea to her later, but she'll understand, I hope. I headed to my room and finished packing for my trip and getting ready for work. I needed time, everything perfectly. I walked over to my bed, took out my weed tray from my nightstand and rolled three spliffs. Tonight was going to be an interesting night to say the least. I lit one spliff and laid back onto my pillow. I let my mind wander, trail off in the distance to better times. When life seemed easy and it was just me and him, I know it's dumb to even fantasize about, considering what he just did, but I couldn't help myself. Sometimes I didn't want to see the reality that was right in front of me. I wonder if this is why it was so easy to stay inside this illusion. It was kind of nice having someone to plan life with, like when you wake up and think about what to do next and you have to include them. Now I just have to think about myself and oddly enough, sometimes it's harder. I of the spliff and headed to the bathroom to turn on the shower. I stood there, contemplating the betrayal I was about to make, contemplating the bridge I was about to burn for good. But when you're backed into a corner, the monster you become isn't your choice. That shit wasn't going to stop unless I made it stop. I got out the shower, did my hair, and studied my makeup. My hands were sweating, thinking about what I was going to do tonight. I took my time with my makeup, accentuating my almond eyes, high cheekbones, and full lips. Tonight, I came to play and to break hearts. I was presentable and ready to get going. Time to put it all into action, I said with a can-do attitude. I grabbed my phone, opened my message and text Pap- Pablo. It's done. You're done. I'm not funding yours or that bitch's life anymore. Get somebody else to do it. The delivered notification hit my chest like a pile of bricks. Here we go again, I thought. I quickly called an Uber to French's house. I need to be out of here before homie shows up. He can't get in because he doesn't have a key anymore, but he will appear downstairs in the lobby or in front of my door somehow. But I won't be here because I'll be at French's and then in Detroit. My Uber was four minutes away. I double-checked my safe before bringing my bags downstairs. I didn't even check to see what Pablo's response was, but I could feel the vibration of him blowing up my phone. I walked to the concierge and let him know I'm going to be gone for a week and to not expect any visitors on my behalf and to call me if anyone comes. The gray Honda pulled in front of my condo. My Uber driver hopped out. Let me get your bags, miss, he insisted. Oh, thank you, babe. I really appreciate that. I flirted and jumped into the car. He finished putting my bags in the trunk and got in. Is there any preferred music station you'd like to listen to? He asked politely. No, thanks, honey. I'm actually in my head right now, sorry. You can put on anything, to be honest. I'm not even sure what song was playing in the background. As I began reading Pablo's text, he was pissed calling me all sorts of names, talking about how he's pulling up on me. I hope he does so Paul can deny him entry. I didn't even bother replying back or answering his 10 calls. I was back in the power position, and I wasn't going to lose it this time. The ride was quick. I text French, I'm here, boo. And of course, she was quick to reply back. So buzz, bitch, girl, I have 14 bags, come down here and help me, lol. I text back as the Uber driver took my stuff out of the trunk. Thank you. Definitely five stars, I said before he smiled, nodded his head and got back into his car and drove off. It wasn't long before French came down and was turning the corner in front of the concierge desk. She was so effortlessly pretty and magical. She was wearing a black soap robe and fuzzy slides with her hair in a disheveled bun, but yet somehow still managed to look like an off-duty model. Bonjour, baby. She said as she threw the door open for me. Oh my gosh, you weren't joking about being a bag lady, bitch. She teased. I grabbed my bags and waddled past her into the lobby. So you're trying to make my home your home? We laughed as she grabbed me for a hug. It was rare to find genuine people in the game. I wasn't letting go of French anytime soon. She grabbed some of my bags for me and started walking towards her elevator. I like what you did with the place, I joked, acting like I wasn't here just last week. She pressed the elevator button and placed on the bags. Oh, I added the young shopping lad for balance. It really gets the people going, you know? I'm glad you noticed, she smirked. But am I supposed to not notice your phone going crazy or... Or do you not hear your phone going crazy? She laughed with an annoyed stance. I grabbed my phone and the elevator's door opened. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, I said sarcastically. So I decided one monkey doesn't stop the show, word to future. So I'm gonna choose up to be. I said, rushing the words out of my mouth like hot lava.